homies in the grave, I got brothers in the pen I got some that's coming home, I got some that's going in Try to go to visitation, but they wouldn't let me in So I only conversation, writing letters with a pen Wanna see just how you doing, wanna know just how you been Tell you who your bitch been screwing, checking on your mama and them Hope you get a second chance, women now since elementary Oh, one day we meet again, break you out this penitentiary Cause what's cracking, hope you straight, know you thugging like you should Seen your mama yesterday, gave her money for your books Different day, the same shit, nothing changed on murder block Couple homies hit a lick and got the other homies pop. They got shot up with a K, I got good and bad news They say Reggio gon' be straight, but slow grew and make it through They hit Reggio up with eight, only hit slow grew with two Round this time that shit and mate, crackhead junkie kill young dude I seen your stupid baby mama, she still actin' like a dot Always fightin', startin' drama, she be fuckin' with the ops Ask her why she never write you, why she never help you out She say you trippin', you don't listen, and your temper always hot But let me tell you about your daughter, yesterday she tried to walk Every day she gettin' smarter, other day she tried to doubt You can't be there like a father, and it's fuckin' with you mentally Court appoint a lawyer, got my bro a half a century I'm blessing, Lord knows it could be worse I got homies in the grave, I got brothers in the pen I got some that's coming home, I got some that's going in Try to go to visitation, but they wouldn't let me in So I only conversation, writing letters with a pen Wanna see just how you doing, wanna know just how you been Tell you who your bitch been screwing, checking on your mama and them Hope you get a second chance, women now since elementary Oh, one day we meet again, break you out this penitentiary I know you worry about me, cause oh, we ain't talking a minute Don't think a nigga tryna know you, I'm just handling business On my way here, I was blowing, and they told a lieutenant Where it got back to the warden, and they canceled my visit I dropped 40 on a lawyer, tryna reduce your sentence He better than that court appointed, he gon' fight to appeal it But you gotta stop tripping, I heard they caught you with a phone And they threw you in a hole, you probably wonder how I know I miss them days when we was mobbing, we was robbing just for fun If you was fighting, then we fighting, jump them, ain't no one-on-one Remember clutching at the function, I got locked up with a gun You went in every nigga pockets and got money for my bun I know you really miss some streets, but you ain't really missing none I know this rap shit look real sweet, but my real life, it ain't no fun Cause right now, I'm out of buns my dude, he on probation My little bro on the run He think he on vacation My pops back in the system He just my die in prison My mom is co-defendant So she got locked up with him He got snitched on by his own sister She the eyewitness Now every time I see my blood cousins I don't even feel them See what them drugs did to my own cousins Started acting different Cooking drugs with my older brother Baking soda whipping Serving drugs with my older brother Till he started sniffing I think my bro a dick I tried to put my nigga on and then he ended up stealing I caught that nigga stealing crumbs when I was plotting on millions Believing death before dishonor, Father God please forgive him I pray to God cause if I see him, swear to God I'ma kill him I got some change, my niggas change, I'm getting changed, they think I'm rich They want me locked up in the cage, I'm fighting Rico just like Mitch The only time I wear a suit and tie is at a funeral or a courtroom for trial
Hey, bitch, 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 your boy's back. Um, I know it's been a while, but you know I'm in a new city, new place, new job. Um, I had to get situated. But what you just heard was Meet Again by Maxo Cream. I had to let that whole ride. Like, that's my shit. Um, that's a real storyteller, man. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. It's a recap of my whole college career. Uh, it's your boy Cancel Me. Thank you for tuning in to Log Off. And let's get it, bitch. Hey, bitch, 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 bitch. Hey, you're tuning in to Log Off. You're fucking with your boy Cancel Me. Um, I'm out this hoe, bro. It's been a long time coming. Sitting with my niggas to this day, you feel me? Jeez Uh, Louise. Hey, I love Jeez Louise. She be holding down on here. (laughs) Say it again. Jeez Louise. (laughs) It's Torture Jank. You know, sending Nigel off with a really nice podcast. We want to hear what you have to say. On me. Um, so anybody can just feel free to chime in, chime in whenever they want to. Are we going to introduce everyone? I mean, you want to say what's up? Yes. What's what up? What it is, Hope. Or... No. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's up it's to you. It's you want to do. Okay. My name is Grace Davis. <laughs> I mean, Grace is on our last one. So, all right, so we're going to call her the Grace Imposter. All right. What's up? Kevin. Kevin. All right. And, and we have Kevin on here. And then we have royalty back on this bitch. Oh, what's good? It's your girl, Jay Higginbottom, back with another podcast for that ass. Ass. <laughs> hey. Um, but this one is about things you wish you would have known in college or done. Um, actually, you know, I wish I would have known that. Oh, you wasn't gonna give me no damn money, bro. So, like, what colleges was you looking at prior to coming here? So, they was all out of state. I wasn't staying in state. I only had one school in state that was Texas Tech. That's because my brother went there, but I wasn't gonna go there. Um, I was looking at Auburn, UNC Chapel Hill, Wake Forest, um, and OU. Those are my schools. I ain't getting into them bitches because they phony. I'm going to Auburn. So, it's between Auburn and Oklahoma. And. Auburn campus was like beautiful as fuck. I really loved it. But when I came to OU on the bus trip, I saw black people. Mm-hmm. And they was fucking with like my mom and shit too. I was like, oh damn, you caring about me. Like to this day, like my mom loved Brisby. Like Brisby are nigga. Uh, so I was like, I'm coming to OU. Mm-hmm. And I came to OU um, five years ago. And I say things I wish I would have known. Besides that, I was gonna have hella debt. Um, and I mean hella debt. I mean like, I got comma debt, nigga. Like, mm. double digits. It, it shit ain't even. I mean, most of it not under my name. It's under my dad's name, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> I got like twenty eight racks under my name, which right. not that bad. But he compared to yeah, right. but he got like eighty, almost a hundred racks in his name. Jeez, Jeez Louise. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I wish I would have known how to really. I don't know. I ain't gonna say like I finessed the shit out of college because I, I did the fucking thing, but I would say. Um, like, do you feel like you had a, a very solid like support system throughout your experience? Like, did like your parents go to college? Like, uh, yeah. So both of my parents went to college. Um, Going to going to HBCU was not happening for me. Mm-hmm. Um, pops ain't want that shit, honestly. Um, moms ain't want that shit. Uh, 
just because of other reasons. Um, they have family members that went to HBCUs. Like, my grandma went to Southern. My mommy went to uh, Grambling. So, we got HBCU family. But, no, for real rivalry. Bayou Classic. Um, but, when I came, it was a different time. And I had support systems through everything. Like, we had developing black males. We had a whole group just for us, our freshman year. I remember the day before our first day of class, we met up in Jacobson and we prayed together, like the night before. And it was like 25 of us. And yes, only like less than 10 of us made it through. Um, that shit that like nobody has right now. Like there isn't that here on campus no more. Um, but I had faculty that really to this day, um, shout, shout out to Dr. Hoover, he took us out to lunch every semester. Um, and then I really had some real friends. Like, since freshman year, we ain't never switched up. Um, like, Bees, Monica, Courtney, like, they've always been my niggas. Leash. Um, even though I ain't meet Leash till, like, my junior year, um, I've always had a great support system. I ain't, I ain't saying college was perfect for me, but I think I made it perfect. Um, I had some ups and downs. I had some shit that happened um, during, like, my college journey. But... Do you feel like you do you feel like it's really important for you to like talk to underclassmen and like let them know what's going on? Yes, yes, bro. Um, I think it's important because that's how I got here. Mm-hmm. Like, um, when I first stepped on campus I had big bros look after me and they were from Houston, so it was an automatic like connection, like what's up, like where you from, like right. anything you need, I got you. But not even just men. I wanna forget like this one girl, she was fine as fuck. She was a Delta. Her name was Morgan. Oh, I was in love with this. I said, oh, girl, you bad. But she was real cool, too. And she was like, if you need anything, let me know. Even if you go to like, the grocery store, let me know. So I really I had people here to like help me. So that's why I think it's so pivotal to give back to you guys. Like That's one thing I think all y'all can give credit for. So I try to help y'all as much as possible. Um, just because you always got to pay the shit for it. Like, no matter how successful you get in life or just even in your community, if you don't try to help the next person, then what the fuck are you doing? Like, God not blessing you to keep your blessings. Blessings are supposed to keep flowing. So that's why I make it real pivotal to, like, help out those who I see wanted and give back to y'all because I feel like I'm a dying breed. It's not a lot of us really, like, caring for y'all anymore, which is kind of sad. But I know me personally... I wouldn't have been able to make it if I didn't have, like, my nigga Dom, who's literally going viral on fucking Twitter, Instagram, um, with, the, with the violin, my nigga Dominique. Um, he's from OU, and he's one of the coolest niggas I've ever met. Um, and I knew him before he blew up. So it's kind of crazy to see. You're going to be surprised. People you go to school with will become a CEO, will become a big-time lawyer, big-time doctor, will marry the football player. Like, this shit is really real. Yeah. And so you got to enjoy the moment, but you got to make sure as you leave, you're leaving behind a legacy that people won't forget. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to be, be known as just the alpha or just somebody who has ducked off. Like, you want to be known as somebody who is always trying to help the community in whatever capacity they was able to. Right. So, like, with you, like, finishing up and stuff like that, do you feel like, are you proud at how you're finishing? Like, because think about it, like, people might be like, yeah, I graduated, but they might have it at 2.6, 
You know Facts. what I'm saying? Or yeah. like, maybe they like were mad involved, but like grade wise, they weren't really you mm-hmm. know the best academically, or vice versa. Like, right? I'm you know very academically inclined, but you know I didn't really do much. I didn't go nowhere. I didn't you know. So are you happy with how you're finishing? And do you feel like it was easy to like keep that balance? Um. I love how I'm finishing because this is how God wanted me to finish. Um, I got over 3.0. I got a job already before I graduate. Um, I think that's what everybody wants to graduate and have a job or know where they're going. Like That's the scariest shit in the world to graduate and be like, fuck, I spent all this money and time and I don't got no job. So my GPA is straight, job straight. Um, I am content with how I'm leaving OU. Um, Personally, like, relationshiply, like, on that side, nah, like, y'all don't know, but this has been the hardest semester of my life. Um, it was times that I was about to, like, drive to Houston and be like, fuck it. Like, a couple months ago, like, just fuck it. Um, but you gotta have friends who tell you, nigga, you crazy, you about to graduate. Like, you can't just dip out. Like, you gotta have niggas who really, even when you want to go left, forcing your ass to go right. And if you don't have that, then I'm going to pray for you because you're going to end up fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, although, you know, different things could have happened, um, I would say one thing, I probably was nice to too many hoes. Hoes as in girls? Yeah, as in, as, 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 in, as, in, as in like girl hoes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like me, like I'm just a nice person. I'm going to be there for you, like, whenever you need it, whatever. Just not on, like, some like you shit, but just, like, you know, that's just who I am. Like, God made me a social, nice person. But everybody doesn't deserve your time and what you can do for you because they won't do it back. And so that's one thing I guess I say um, for the next, for y'all, just to make sure you're not too nice, but also... Make sure people don't use your time that you could be using to your own craft or being a better person, being a better student, or whatever it is, because that's shit that you won't get back. Mm-hmm. Putting energy in other people, that doesn't help you. Right. It can only hurt you. Damn. Hey, I I'm, think, I'm like, dropping knowledge today, y'all. I mean, I, I, I think, like, I feel like we can all agree with, like, with what you're saying, because, like, even being in, like, sophomore year, like, it's like you you at that halfway mark, if anything. Like, you already transitioned, like, as in, like, living in dorms. Right. You know, you transition to being in a place by yourself. No one's telling you what to do. And then, like, your sophomore year, I think your next transition is like, okay, well, now I'm living by myself, you know. Mm-hmm. I may be paying my own rent or so, I just So, do you regret, like, living by yourself? Like, do you regret anything from freshman year that you've looked at yourself and like you kind of worked on it and you kind of trying to do better this sophomore year yeah i think i think my personal growth i think i'm I'm still working on that like i'm still evolving in a way but like one of the goals that i made for myself was i didn't cry at all my fall semester during finals because i knew i didn't do shit Mm. i was like why am i mad because i didn't study i didn't you know what i'm saying like I think I told, I was telling uh, Michaela, like, people who don't cry are typically, like, they know they didn't put the work in. 
You know what I'm saying? But when you really have been putting the work in and you know you've been practicing or you know you've been studying. Busting your ass. You know that you've been busting your ass on something, like, then that's when it's kind of like, that's when it hurts so bad when you don't when you don't perform as well as you want to. And it don't go your or way. if it doesn't go your way. Like, so I told myself when I came fall semester and I seen my one account, I said, okay, I'm going to do that again. You know, okay. so it's like, and it's easy to, like, especially if you don't have, like, a scholarship or anything, like, it's easy to a lot of people about your grades. Like you can say, oh, I got all A's this semester. On me, but be I didn't get no bad grades. I think. Come to find out you was failing. So then, when you get that little email from your advisor saying. You're on probation. You got. Now, gratefully, that did not happen to me. Amen. Uh, Amen. Turn me a bitch. I've been this whole time. But I think, kind of like you see how you see the performance of one. And then you kind of like make that vow to yourself, like mm-hmm. I don't want to be there again, or I don't want to put myself through that. So you take all the steps like necessary to so, not be there again. No, I definitely think um, one key thing that I would like to tell you guys is God will not let you have your way in college. So many things will not go your way to where you're going to question: Is it right for you to be here? Um, Personally or academically, because um, you think everything that's happening is like God's way, but when it go left, you be like, "Hell no!" Nah. Like I've been doing good, but God's gonna disrupt you because it's not what He wants you to do, and it's tough to really follow that because you've been doing so good on your own, or you think you've been on your own, but it hasn't really been on your own. So it's like wake up calls. It's literally. You got to be able to adjust to whatever comes your way. Like, I tell the high school kids that I, I talk to when they um, visit OU that life is a bitch. And it all happens in college. I feel like one of the biggest challenges for me is, like, you can say all day, like, like it's easier said than done. Like, oh, college is not high school. College is different. College is different. But you don't know that it's different until you know. Right. Like, I am not executing the way I did in high school. Like, Joy and I were talking, everybody was summa cum laude in high school. I'm not seeing a 4.0 again. Well, I don't want to say that, but like, realistically speaking, mm-hmm. shit, you might. It's not. But it's like you, it, like, the way you grind out, it's got to be different. Like, the way that you, like, that I was studying in high school, okay, done. <laughs> yeah. Like, but in college, like, I got here, and, and then it turned into, like, no. As soon as I learn the information, I gotta go home and study it. Like I can't wait a, wait a week before the test, two weeks before the test, yeah. to start saying, "All right, now let me look at this information again." Mm-hmm. Um, like the tests don't be. What is the definition of blank? Like it's a lot of real world application. application right. So it's like critical thinking, problem sure. solving. It's like I'm not a dummy, but damn, right. like, I cannot get this shit to work. Like this is my lowest performance semester. In my life, yeah. but like for college, it's a semester three, and yeah. it's bad. I and mean, I think- it comes times like that, and I think to where that's when you really got to make sure you start eliminating niggas from your circle. Mm. Um, Wait, I said my grades is bad, not my friends. <laughs> no, high. no, no, Be- because when your grades are bad, um, you got to change how you move. Yeah. Um, Cause it, it's not just you just don't make your grades and just study on your own. You really got to have people who hold you accountable. Like Monica and Courtney, like whenever like we were slipping up, 
they ain't play that shit. Like, they would be like, all right, we going here, we going here. Like, you really got to have, the higher up you go in college, you really got to have niggas who care for you. Like, dad ass, like, care for you to be well. Not care for you, like, being drunk Saturday night. Right. But care for you, like, to have a job or internship, like, when it's time to, like, get that bad. Like, you really got to eliminate your circle because everybody is not going to be on the same mindset you own. And you have to be okay with losing a couple of close niggas. Like, that's going to happen. I mean, because I think the deep thing that we have to think about, too, like, I would hate to think that, like, out of certain people in your circle, somebody not going to make it. But it's also, like, that's a possibility. Like, one day we're going to look up and have a conversation. Hey, like, how did your how'd your interview go? You know what I'm saying? How's that class going for you? Uh, and I think, I think one of the other difficult things is, like, I'll say for out of everybody, like, I might be the only friend, you know, who's not in the same, like, college. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I hate that sometimes if one of my friends is struggling with a class, I can't say, like, oh, well, let's study it together. Because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the shit. You know, I don't know that stuff. And so I think another thing that was hard for me was all my life before I came into college, like, I had already had this mindset of what I was going to do. And then when I got to college and I really had to, like, actually take courses designed for, you know, that job field that I wanted, and I realized that I couldn't really do it, it was, like, hard for me to find out, okay, so what next? Because, like, for the last, you know, couple years of my life, like, I've been doing, like, I was doing the whole athletic training thing, you know, like, I was around, like, sports medicine and all that stuff and when I came here and I took my first class I was like nah but it's like you know like what the fuck is up with like these weed out courses like like I know it's supposed to be challenging but if you're paying a fee to learn the goal the objective of this course should not to be should not be to weed out the weakest from the strongest like you know I feel you I I feel you on that but weed out courses are really called them dog horses, they, they gonna really bring out them the dogs who really want it. Like the ones who really, even if you don't understand it, if you got that dog mentality, you gonna find a way. Like you really gonna find a way, and everybody else, not really gonna put all that energy to find that way. So they will be weeded out. And yes, like you paying money um, for this course, but at the same time, you get it how much you want it. Like, but I don't want to equate like your mental strength to how bad you want it. And That's think what of, it and is. Think though. about how tight you be when it's time for you to do evals, and you know niggas be like, "Oh well, class was easy to me, but I'm that one nigga in the class with that low B." Right. Or, it's like I want this shit just as bad as you. As you, right? I'm just not performing as good right now. And I think, and I remember I said that when I had a conversation with one of the trainers. He was the head trainer, and he told me, because I went to his office, and I talked to him, and he was like, hey, I'm going to keep it real with you. He said, you don't have, he said, PT school is competitive. And if you don't have a 3.8, don't think about it. If you don't have a 3.9, find something else to do. And I think, like, I hated that he told me that because I was like, well. Did that discourage you? It did. Cause I was like, I ain't never made a three nine in my life. But then it's like, what else would be his point? Like, you don't say that shit to somebody unless you're trying to discourage them. Or that you could motivate somebody. Cause when you say that, that could do both. Whenever you say you gotta have this and it's really competitive, 
the ones who are kind of doubtful are going to take it as a discouraging factor. But the ones who really want it, they're going to be like, all right, bet, I'm going to get that 3-9. I'm going to get that 3-8. Well, maybe delivery helps. Rather than yeah, of course. Rather than 3-9, forget about it. How about if you want this, let's work towards a 3-9. I mean, the whole college system is really fucked up, honestly. Yeah. Uh, a lot of shit is built on a lot of shit is built on tests, and it shouldn't be at all. It should be how you can actually apply it and use it um, in the real world. But um, we need to abolish finals. All this shit is killer. You ain't said nothing but a word. I mean, just I mean, think about how, like, I was telling him about like when I went and I took in my piano final like yesterday, and it's like I think the most heartbreaking thing for me is because like I know the work that I put in, mm-hmm. and so like. How does someone who has never seen me, you know, try to judge how much? How, try to judge like my progression yeah. and my performance in the class. I mean, I feel like, and my argument was like, if I have this type of grade in the class, is like I couldn't suck. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like nothing right. that you've given me in previous assignments have been extremely easy. Like I've had to work for this grade. Um, so I got a question in your class. What percentage, like, what majority do you think of y'all that really got that dog mentality that want to go get it? Because from where we stand, y'all are really, and it's, it's a part on us too for babying y'all, but y'all are okay with letting shit slide. Like, what is shit? Like, not really chasing what you want. Like, You'll, you'll say you're interested, but it'll be no action. Like, y'all's class don't put a lot of actions into y'all words. Like, you'll, you'll say, like, you want this and that, and you, and you put a little action, but the first time shit hits the fan or the wall, you'll be like, fuck. Well, I feel like the same way you said, when you came, you had a great support system. That's true. It's different now. Yeah, so maybe it's- that's why is that reluctance and that that give up mentality and it's way different because think about like think about somebody like in our in our age bracket or in you know in our class who may not meet you know a nigel or a leash until after they done made all f's their first semester like like and i mean and i'm just saying that to be funny but like think about you don't sometimes you don't meet people always like at I'm gonna say the right time. So when you go through your whole college experience without like that mentorship without that guidance. and without that guidance, it, it, it's hard. Like, and although although my mom went to college, like my mom went to OU, but like think I think about how far removed she is from this shit. So it's like a lot of stuff I can tell her about how people act. You know, and she'd be like, well, when I was at OU, like the only thing she could compare it to was the experience that she had. And it's not until she comes that she get to see, like, how people really move or what classes really look like. I mean, I think about the evolution of, like, check sheets. Like, I still can't believe my mother probably took pre-cal. Because, she, you know, it's like, she couldn't help me with my homework. Yeah. So it's like the way that it looked for somebody else 30 years ago is, like, mad different than what it really, you know what I'm saying? So, like, with us not really having, and I think, too, when you look back, a lot of the people that I went to like high school with and stuff like that either don't go to college, don't go to a major college, 
dropped out at home. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like dead. sometimes dead jail. jail. So it's like you kind of get off on the fact that like, look at me, I'm the successful friend, or look at me, I'm the successful cousin. But in all actuality, like I'm really struggling because like nobody around me is really like making those type of moves. So you trying to rely on everybody else to really push you and but sometimes you don't get that you don't always have that you know or if you think about like it don't help you when every nigga around you be like yeah i'm dying on the inside how am i supposed to get help if everybody i ask during finals week tell me that they stress the fuck out you know because because they are because we are like we all maxed out and it's crazy like it's just little stuff like with the with ou if you have to make the library open 24 hours during finals, right. why are you encouraging these kids to not sleep? sleep right. Shut that shit down at midnight, you know? You should be wanting to, like, please go to sleep. Please get at least six hours. Like, why do you enable? Because they sitting in the library at 3 a.m. pulling their hair out. And don't study at all. Got their head down on this because they're fucking tired. And niggas get a hard on by saying, like, oh, I only got one hour of sleep last night, or I didn't sleep at all. Like, it's almost that competition to see, like, who done slept the most out of everybody, or who, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I know me, if I'm sitting in the biz, I am not doing a goddamn thing. That's why I've never studied there, bro. I can, I know, I can study there. Like, I can't, I can't study around people. Like, that's one thing, like, I learned about myself, like, in college is that to where, if it was like a lot of people, like in a big area, I'm not about to study. Mm-hmm. And I can't study at home, because if I'm at home, I'm watching TV. Right. Because I love TV, so just like... You get comfy in that bed. Like, I had to put me in a place to where I'm uncomfortable, and that was like the office. Like, I could play music, watch Love & Hip Hop on the big screen, and be so in the fucking zone studying that office. Because I wasn't comfortable there. Like, I couldn't get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? You really got to know yourself, especially in college. Like, it only gets harder. I'm trying to tell you. It only gets harder and your friends get weaker. Mm. So that's why, like, that's a poor system. Like, picking those right friends really come in handy because, like you said, during finals week, if everybody's talking negative, then that's going to affect your negative capacity. Like, me... I don't have negative friends. You, if you negative, I'm not fucking with you. Like it's finals week, and like you keep nagging and complaining. Like bitch, move on. Like you should be like, all right, we're gonna do this shit. Like let's take a break, little bitch, chill. But we gotta do this shit because we got something bigger ahead. All that negative mojo, uju, I don't give no fucks. Uju. Like, like bitch, you could go. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you take that into life because I'm telling you, your body functions off what your brain does. If you think negative, you perform negative. If you think positive, your your brain and your body will turn out so much better. I think what I think like what I need, like speaking for me personally, like I say I'm gonna get it together over this break, and I hate to be that that girl carrying her purse in the 2020. That she bag. Been, she been carrying that bag into what, what you leaving behind? The new year, what like you on that 2019 step. You know what I'm saying? Like she walking up the steps and like she says she's leaving all this stuff behind. It's like I hate to be that person, but I think I think you find yourself like in that that mental breakdown phase. Like you know when something is not working. You know what I'm saying? I was like that's when you know that you gotta make 
those proper adjustments because it's like it ain't gonna work unless you actually really release and let go of that stuff so i feel that i mean you, you got to think about different avenues like so for me so like when i couldn't get into price like man i freaked the fuck out I like, what you mean bro i've been for two and a half years i studied abroad you say i can't fucking get in but i'm smarter than all these motherfuckers bet your mama but i ain't performing certain classes so i couldn't get in price so i was literally i was looking to transfer to osu like sam houston like i'm about to go back home because like i'm have to go into business school but it's not the plan god has for me like some sometimes our plan is so much of our plan and not God's plan to where when it goes wrong, we think we fucked up. Yeah, but no, it went wrong because God wants to put you in a better plan. Like, he closes one door to open up the right door. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's just how it be. Like, after being done, like, I really did sit down and I was like, okay, what now? Like, it didn't even feel right to be done. Like, it didn't feel right to have absolutely nothing to do. And, like, I've told my friends, like, this is honestly, like, it's been the most uncomfortable situation for me. But it's been my best semester so far. Like, even better than my spring semester after I kind of, like, told myself I got to shift it into gear and I can't have a repeat of fall. I feel like it's like, I feel like I've been here a long time because like I came in the summer of 2018 and it's like I've been on go ever since. Like I had a class in the summer, had one in the fall, turned around and had two classes over the summer. Then I got a class over intercession. So it's Damn, like, you know, it's girl. like I've never stopped since I got you here. You on go mode. But for real, like I just, you know, I don't know. Like, like I said, although my mom was a college graduate, like I still have those like, I have those dreams to like be better. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so So I have a question. Does this is go for everybody, for y'all. Does our success of like the upperclassmen that y'all know, does it affect y'all does it discourage y'all mentally or does it like encourage you? Like the ones who are like really doing shit. Like when you see us, like do you be like, damn, or you be like, I wanna be like that? I'd be like, damn, like, you doing the damn thing. But not necessarily, just because I am extremely my own person. Like, <laughs> so, like I just know I'm so different. So very seldomly do I say I want to be like them just because I know everybody's journey has been so different and unique. But it's just more so, like, congratulatory, like, you did that rather than I'm trying to get like you. Because, you know, we're sure. all different. So I don't want to model my journey of success off of someone else's because I will be disappointed because I'll never end up with those same results. I think it depends necessarily on, like, what you want. Because I, like, I know what I want. And so if I see somebody, like, that I reach or have similar goals as me that are reaching their goals, I'm like, that's what I'm striving for. But not necessarily like trying to be exactly like that person. But instead of just reaching my goal. I think it's crossed my mind a couple times, especially because like I think one of my goals has been like I really wanted to be involved when I got to college. Because um, I didn't really do that in high school. Like 
I wasn't student council. I didn't care too much about all that other stuff around me. So I have, thank you, I have looked at other people and been thinking to myself, like, dang. I think I wish I knew, and I'm, I, I don't know they grades or nothing, but I always said, like, I wish I had the, the balance to be as involved and, like, take care of my schoolwork. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. So I think, I think that's the one thing that I've, like, admired about other people. Um, Cause it's like sometimes when people are in specific things, like you know that they got the, the grades for it. Mm-hmm. Cause like they wouldn't have it no other way, you know. So that's one thing that I think about. With the involvement, like my involvement is very low. It's probably at zero percent. But I do just want to find one thing like that I'm gonna go to, something that I just really enjoy, and I'm gonna go to every meeting, not for the sake of campus involvement, but just for the sake because I want to, because I really enjoy it. Right. And so far, I haven't found it, but that's okay. Great. It takes time. But yeah, I like I know, like, I don't do shit except for homework. And that part, like, I'd be thinking about that, too. Like, if I were at an HBCU, I don't even know if I would be half as interested in wanting to be involved in certain things because I wouldn't really have to think about the representation as much. Like, since coming to OU, like, you... As a black student, like you find your, at least for me, I have found myself wanting to be involved in specific areas because I want people to know that like we exist here and not just, you know, the people who in this crevice of, mm-hmm. you know, the middle, the middle, like the I'm Oreos. black but I'm white at the same time and yeah. I can relate to other people. Like, no, can we like talk about the people who actually, you know, have been through some stuff, but are here, who are still smart, who are scholars, who care about the community and all that kind of stuff. So I think maybe if I were at a different uni, like maybe that would change my outlook on my involvement. Um, I feel like my passion to serve has always been there. But as far as like me being wanting to do half of the stuff that I'm interested in, like I'm not sure if it would still be there if I went somewhere. I mean, that's real, bro. Um, I think as you as you get to a place that I am where you're about to leave and start a whole new journey, you start reflecting on everything you did in undergrad, and it's kind of bittersweet. When people ask me, like, are you sad, are you happy, are you excited? It's like, you're all three. Yeah. Because you remember freshman year like it was yesterday. Like, you remember going to your first class and being lost. Like, you remember going to your first party and be like, damn, that whole fine. Like, you just, you just remember all the dumb shit. But then again, like, you remember all the grinding, hard shit you had to do to get to where you are. Like, the journey makes you as a person. And it prepares you for life. What's up, Jesus Louise? Do you feel like so for high school, you know how it's four years, and like niggas who get comfortable, who get real popular in high school, they're not trying to leave. Mm-hmm. And then when high school is over, shit ain't fun no more. So same thing for college. Like, do you ever see a bit of hesitance or reluctance in some people to leave just because they grow so comfortable and popular? Like their status is so important here. All all the time. Um, a lot of people stay because out of real world. Dang shit. 
Like, mm. they don't have that same clout that they have. I think that's a lot of times when you're not really at a good school, a lot of people will stay and get their graduate degrees because taking a big leap to go somewhere else is kind of scary sometimes. And you can't fault people for that because they have to be ready, A, and the two, they're their own person. Mm. Um, but I do think a lot of people get comfortable in the situation. But to me, in order to grow, you have to be uncomfortable. So, like for myself, like, so for example, like, oh, you offered me an MBA program for free. Hell no. Like, that's mm -hmm. not, I don't want to stay here. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to go. Like, I want to work a little bit. I want to be in a different environment to keep elevating me. Like, even though it's free and I can get into it now, that's not, that's not challenging to me. It's going to be like undergrad. I mean, you're taking grad courses, but mentally, you're in undergrad because you're in the same place. Yeah. It's still one big chapter. I'm trying to exactly. I'm trying to close the chapter. So that's why I was like, nah, like I'm not even interested. And they was like searching me up and down the hallway, asking Miss Creator like, who's that guy? Found my email, emailed me, and I was like, like no, like that's not what I want to do. Like I don't want to stay here. Like I do want my MBA, but I know right now. I need to be in a different environment to where I can keep growing as a person. But everybody's different. And so I can't speak for everyone because they all have different situations and they know themselves. Mm -hmm. And sometimes as a friend, you want to tell your friend this and that and the other, but at the same time, you're not them. Like, you don't know what, what God is telling them, you know? So literally, you have to trust and be like, all right, like, stay here. I don't want you to get comfortable. But if you do, and this is your journey, this is your path that is laid out for you, you gotta be okay with that. You gotta encourage them, because at least they are going forward. It's it's never a problem to go forward, but when your friend stops and stops grinding and they're kind of stagnant, that's when it becomes a time to where you gotta check their ass. And if they still wanna be stagnant, then you gotta lead their ass. Um, to wrap it up, young Nigel. Uh, we we real proud of you. We're happy about your elevation. And they thank appreciate you it. Appreciate for it. your wise words and for being there for us. Even though you call us all types of bitches and hoes. Man, y'all hoes, wow. Congratulations. Oh, Tarbio, Tarbio, Jeez Louise. Ah. All right then. Well. Bye. Y'all was rocking with us today. Um, you heard it here first. And we out, bro. I look up. So many. Oh my gosh. So, so many. I done made sacrifices. So many sacrifices. I done gave up so much free time, knowing time ain't free. Fuck it, I sacrificed it. My girl showed me less, she know I make sacrifices. And if it's real, real love, then you make sacrifices. To get ahead, man, you gotta make sacrifices. Fuck it, though, that's how hungry my appetite is. Yeah, yeah. Fuck what you telling me, I sense the jealousy, I got telepathy, I got the recipe, I got the streets and I don't got no felony Forward thinking, yeah, my mind is ahead of me, mama said it's gonna be where they you let it be It's some homies I grew up with that's dead to me, it's some niggas that I just made a debt to me What's in common is they both pay respect to me, I get in my way from Friday to Friday My girl is a mix of Aaliyah and Sade, I came a long way from that Marvin and
in a Chardonnay I pull out the driveway like I'm in a car chase Speed it And if my bitch cheat, she know I'm leaving No text, no call, but that bitch airplane mode Cold, no P-code, no time to change clothes Same clothes, love if you're living by the same code G-code, leave, ho Fuck it, you dead to me, back to my destiny Penthouse, bird's eye view, that's a nest for me I got myself out of death, so when you see me Know you somebody I never need Sacrifices so many sacrifices I done gave up so much free time Knowing time ain't free Fuck it, I sacrificed it My girl showed me love, she know I made sacrifices And if it's real, real love, then you make sacrifices To get ahead, man, you gotta make sacrifices Fuck it, though, that's how hungry my appetite is Yeah, yeah, I cut the fuck shit drama out my energy Focus on it and I done sacrificed my own time I done sacrificed my own mind I done sacrificed the club life I done sacrificed my love life Look, I cut the fuck shit drama out my energy Focus on the inner me Never on the enemy And I done sacrificed my own time I done sacrificed my own mind I done sacrificed the club life I done sacrificed my love life also, I done sacrificed the thug life hey. Diamond shining in no dull light Shine. Drop my talk to get my mind right uh, Pull up in the Rory loud pipe Shine. Bitch I'm the dime, my wrist a hundred yeah, Gucci Python Ooh, Yeah, she play with her tongue Yeah, I bought that bitch a new charm Let nigga pop on, I told her come see about Come on, come see The devil had into my soul, my mama had beat the doc The devil, my mama had Remember my grandma had told me you better be somebody, huh? be somebody. I put my seats massaging huh? Watch how I lead the posse Ooh, I made an M deposit Paid all these dudes with the game 